when we are thinking about or when we are thinking about our loved ones, if we can embody that joy as well as the sadness. This is an and situation. The ands can coexist together. The ands will coexist together. Welcome, my friends, to Moving Grief Podcast with Stephanie Joseph. This is your safe and loving container to explore all things grief. Here, we choose to move our grief, embodying it, allowing it to be a part of us so that we can live and embrace and accept that grief lives within each of us. Come along for the journey. Hello and welcome to another episode of Moving Grief Podcast. Today, I am going to go a little off the cuff. I've already recorded this episode and I felt that I get to re-record it. Not from a, I mean, I'm saving the other one, but I, I wanted to write a letter to my sister and share that with you all. And after I recorded it, it was more of a, it just wasn't the essence of what I wanted to create on this episode. I feel very called to share an episode celebrating and honoring my sister. It's her birthday in a couple of days. So I'm recording this on May 18th and Jen will be turning 38 in two days. And I even hesitated. Is she turning 38? Is she forever 37? Is she, you know, like all this. And I personally am bringing her along with my life. Losing my sister in 2022, the grief and the loss transformed me to live. And even just to say that out loud and say it publicly is a big step for me because how do you take something from the, how do you take something so deep and so painful, probably the, the worst pain I've ever felt in my entire life and transform it to actually living. Right. And here we are. So this episode episode I wanted to dedicate to her in her memory and in her, and I wanted to share it from a space of gratitude that Although this is going to be a first and the firsts have a lot of sadness and the firsts have a lot of tears, I'm setting the intention that I want to experience all of that and I also want to experience the joy. She's been showing up so much lately through random texts, through people reaching out, through some synchronicities. And that's the piece that I really wanted to bring into this space. I wanted to celebrate who she is and the people that she touched. You know, the the, the random strangers reaching out, people telling me later, like months later, how much her makeup videos during COVID really touched them. And that's the piece that I want to bring in today. Because I know a lot of people are going to be hurting this week and they've probably already been feeling that heaviness of the loss. I know I have been doing a little bit of avoiding and dancing around the realization that this day is coming. But I also feel like she's reminding me that it's another beautiful day and that, damn it, why aren't we celebrating her? She's pretty kick-ass. And so that is really the essence that I wanted to bring in. I wanted to start out by sharing something that I wrote two weeks into when she was in a coma. Now you can, if you can imagine, put yourself in those shoes of just being, you know, faced with the shock, you know, there's the the components of trauma, right? Fight or flight. Like that is the space. This is 13 days after my sister went unconscious into a coma. 
as I was reading back on it today, it hit me like the the lessons of that time is what is supporting me now. That the lessons of that time is what is transforming me to live. And I want to share it in the hope and the intention that you too can move and experience life while still experiencing your grief. This, you know me, this isn't about minimizing your grief or or shoving it down, stuffing it down. I would imagine that Saturday is going to be a whole gamut of emotions. And I want to be present with it all. I want to be present with it all. And I share these thoughts that came through truly just with the intention that maybe in the times of your sadness that you can pause and see if there's some other pieces components. This is not this toxic positive of just find the gratitude in every situation. This is okay. If you are faced with a hard, difficult decision, are there components of it that are supportive to you? So this letter was from day 13. Thinking back, you were just having a conversation with Lauren about the future, about Lauren was her boss, about what was next for you. You were hurting, physically body hurting. And yet you were still oblivious to where we would be today. So what have I learned over these past two weeks? Number one, life is precious. At any given moment, it can be taken from us. Number two, we are strong bodies and we are strong humans. Number three, our bodies are powerful and can hold and experience so much pain. Number four, our bodies also know safety. They know when they are safe to collapse and safe to heal. Number five, you never know what another person is going through. Be kind and compassionate. Number six, we are we all process trauma and grief differently. Number seven, in the moments of uncertainty, our minds create the worst case scenarios. Number eight, decisions made fully in the present moment are correct. Guess what? Here's a new moment. Number nine, no decision is permanent. And number 10, people are always willing to help. They may not know how. So as I'm sitting here now processing this almost a year later, which is so crazy to me. It feels like yesterday. <laughs> and it also feels like a lifetime ago. I'm, you know, sitting in this space that there is these moments and the pain piece was huge for me. The pain piece was the hardest thing. Oh, oh, to be fully present in that. It's not always easy. It's easier to run. It's easier to numb. It's easier to avoid. Trust me coming from somebody that has done that. But also realizing that no decision is permanent. You are making choices based on the information you have right now. And guess what? There's new moments every single moment. Some pretty powerful words. So as I'm coming up on this celebration of who my sister is and her entering this world with these blue, blue, blue eyes, porcelain skin, blonde hair, this girl, like, she just was beautiful. She blessed this world 38 years ago. And she continues to bless this world. I want to celebrate her. Like, I want us to all to say happy birthday. Happy birthday and let her be the the, um, peace of your connection to spirit. The peace of your connection to your loved ones. And I don't want to dismiss that there is also sadness in that celebration. If you know the firsts, we've been through a couple. But this is the biggest first yet, to be honest. 
I know that there is going to be a lot of sadness for a lot of people. And like I said, and they might have already been experiencing it. And so I'm, I, I am truly sharing this from a space of, if we can, from the moments of joy, when we are thinking about her, when we are thinking about our loved ones, if we can embody that joy as well as the sadness, this is an and situation. I know that that's what she would want. I was just having a conversation with my bestie today. And that's what we talked about. Like she would, she would want us to be enjoying it. She would want us to make the most of our Sundance trip by rubbing guys beers, which that's a whole another inside joke. But so I, just like I said, you know, we're, I'm two days into it. I've been kind of on a pause this week of figuring out what episode I wanted to record, what message I wanted to share. And it is a message that you can feel the ands. You can feel the joy. You can feel the sadness. The ands can coexist together. The ands will coexist together. So when I'm having ice cream with family on Saturday at our little local ice cream joint, oh, Tracy's peanut butter cup, sis, that's what we're having. You already know it. There might be some crude Harry Potter death jokes. I don't know. <laughs> you never know what comes out in, in moments like this, but I am going to embrace the ant. And my invitation for you is to embrace the end as well as you are. The end as well as you are processing and moving your grief. And if there is a first that you are coming up on or that you just pass, my inbox is wide open. I am here to support and to love on you knowing that these firsts are difficult. I feel that that's what I wanted to share. I did want to wrap it up and share a note that I wrote after Jen passed away. It's a message from Jen. And if you are listening to this and you have your Jen, your person that is not physically here anymore, maybe you can listen to this letter and have it be from your person too. From Jen. I am so close to you right now, loving on each of you. I didn't want to go. And I also chose to go. Every moment is a blessing. And I see that now. I am honored that you came to my side, although I'm not surprised at all. And now we are here and I see your sadness and your pain. And I see how far you have come and what you have taught me in those moments of silence. This world is not the end. Oh, it's so not the end. You always said you felt closer to dad after he left. And here you are giving me the chance to be close. Don't push me away. Let me in. Tell others to let me in. Tell others to let go of expectations to see or hear me. I am there with each one of you. You only need to ask. Our human minds are so powerful. And I was blessed with one amazing brain. Look where it got me. Parentheses. It's okay. But the mind wants to dictate our life. And we worry about life way too much. Don't worry about me. If you could see what I see. You would not worry about a single thing. I'm going to repeat this. The mind wants to dictate our life and we worry about way too much. Don't worry about me. If you could see what I see, you would not worry about a single thing. I hope you can just sit and, and receive that from your loved ones. They're there. They're ready to support. You do get to ask for that support because they'll just hang tight until you're ready. 
And if you're not, if you haven't seen the signs yet, just know, rest in the, rest in the space that they are there. Rest in the space that their memory lives with you. Rest in the space that your love for them is so strong. Rest in the space of the stillness of the moments you can dance in the rain with them, the moments you can sing a song, the moments that music come on that remind you of them. Rest in all of those moments. And then move, 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 move. Get up and dance. Get up and move. And experience the ands in the rest and the sadness. All right. I feel like that is complete. Um, If you want to sing a happy birthday song to my sister, you're more than welcome to this weekend. I just picture this big global celebration of her amazingness. And that's that's what I'm going to hold on to because she deserves that big of a celebration. And if you are looking for support in your grief and, and connecting with them, I invite you into my grief acceptance project. It is a go at your own pace program. And we are meeting once a month to that person that's listening. And I haven't forgotten about you. I'm actually going to send you an email figure out a time that we'll be meeting, Uh, but we meet once a month and we get to be in a space of just seeing and holding space. And there is some somatic tools that you can use to process your grief. There is some belief work and there is um, some celebration because I wholeheartedly believe that my sister, the loss of my sister transformed me to live. So if you are in my space, if you are in my work, you will get to get a flavor of that and experience that. Because what mm, the polarity of living and dying is not, it's not beyond me. And I want to share, share that with you. So if that calls to you, the link is in the show notes. If you have any questions or want to connect on Instagram, please reach out um, underscore Stephanie Joseph, Stephanie with an F or of course the podcast have is, has its own IG. If you have any thoughts, questions, concerns, I just need somebody to hear you and be seen by you to hear you and see you. That didn't make sense how I said that. My inbox is wide open. So please feel free to send me a DM and I would love to chat with you. Until next time, I don't know what next week's episode is going to be. And thank you for the patience this week as I sat with really what I wanted to share today. And um, I hope this message supports you. And I am sending you all so, so much love.